1: Blog
0: Talk Radio Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting The International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the internet airwaves today Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Kaz and Paula. Good morning,
1: everyone. Our guest today, John Rotz, is an outstanding pioneer in the growing genre of transformational entertainment and media and is the founder of GATE, And what exactly is GATE? Well, we know one thing. It stands for Global Alliance for Transformational Entertainment.
2: That's right. And
1: and today's conversation with you, John, we'll hear more about it, I'm sure. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula.
3: And I'm Taz. Well, Paula, it looks like John certainly began his journey opening doors for others he may never have initially imagined, and his spirit... His spirit soars with ease, capturing the creative essence that empowers others in their journeys and nourishing their soul so they, too, can pay it forward with ongoing transformation that continues in meaningful ways.
2: Wow. Wow,
1: yes. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Well, Well, you've been a, a personal manager for the entertainment industry. Uh, representing both high-profile celebrity actors and musicians. And John's been a successful stockbroker, a major executive at a public relations agency, a professional blues and rock guitarist. Wow. A publicist and a leading-edge newsletter. And a, he has a leading-edge newsletter. And and, an administ- and what really is outstanding is an administrator of one of the Southern Californians' most forward Looking Holistic Health Clinics. John, when you first started to uh, walk out into the business world, did you ever think that you would be involved with the entertainment industry?
2: Um, You know, I did because it's been a theme throughout my life. Um, From probably about the age of 8 or 9, I was involved in entertainment. And so it's it's been a recurring theme, though I confess I had no idea it would evolve to um, what is now GATE. Um, that was completely uh, unexpected and quite a surprise.
1: Well, before GATE, uh, you actually were
2: the CEO for uh, Visioneering. The Visioneering Group, yeah. Right. A- actually, I still am. Uh, Visioneering is a marketing and public relations firm that, for the past almost 25 years, has been promoting, um, you could say, consciousness-based projects, whether it's been films or um, working with books and authors or special events or spiritual teachers. Um, We've been a pioneering, possibly the first uh, public relations firm, to exclusively represent this category um and it's been a journey we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients and have been honored to uh to serve all of them.
1: Well, this is how uh Taz and I um learned about you because we've been working with a visionary group for quite a while, yeah and giving us extraordinary guests and Thank um you. and <laughs> I mean even we interviewed. <laughs> the people that were all involved with What the Bleep yes, and, and films like that so uh, you have really been behind some great films
2: thank you very much you know uh, at our upcoming Gate events in Los Angeles on February 4th we are going to be honoring uh, Fritjof and Bernd Capra um, many people know uh, Fritjof through his work The Dawa Physics, The Turning Point and other seminal books and Fritchov's brother Bernd Capra is in the film business and directed this movie Mindwalk, which came out in nineteen ninety and which was the first film that the Visioneering Group um promoted. And I I hold Mindwalk to be one of the first shining examples of, of a true transformational film so um we'll be honoring Fritz and Berndt and Mindwalk at uh, at Gate 2 with an with what we call an imaginal award um which is kind of our version of an Oscar or a Grammy award
3: wow. well john let me ask you what really has inspired you most to leap to the call of humanity
2: um well i i'm not sure that i am uh i'm i'm just following um an inner prompting which i think all of us have at one time or another that's irresistible and that basically um you know keeps <laughs> keeps coming at you until you pay attention to it and um it's it it really feels you know it's not work it's play because i get to i get to be with some of the most extraordinary people and you know we can all we can all you know say that we have extraordinary people in our lives, but um the group of people that I work with in gate and visioneering um are extraordinary in every sense of the breadth and the depth of the word, and I learn from them um i you know we play together, we work together we you know it it's it's just a very symbiotic relationship and and apparently it's all in service to Uh, the higher good of the planet for everybody. And I think more and more people around the world are starting to get that kind of calling or or a stirring of that within themselves.
1: When you go to bed at night, do you have a a tablet and a a pen next to your bed? I I just can imagine all these
2: ideas just popping into your head. You must have been talking with David, (laughs) my (laughs) business partner. Um, I, I actually have... Um, I've replaced the pen and paper for the most part with digital voice recorders, Uh, and I have one uh, in my car. I have two or three in my home. I I carry one in my pocket, so any time an idea occurs, um, it's there to be captured.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, I just imagine that, that you're a channel for so many ideas coming in and how could one person capture it unless you're writing it down or recording it?
2: Well, you know, and again, I think, you know, as as I communicate with people around the globe these days, um, so many people are interested in the idea of transforming the world by transforming entertainment and media. So I'm fortunate in that I, I get to connect with these people from around the globe. And, you know, you sit in awe listening to their ideas because they have such, you know, miraculous ideas and they have they have amazing stories about, you know, their journey and I you know that for me that's kind of what it's all about. Um I you know part of what we're going to focus on at our upcoming gate events is the notion of transformational story. So that's why we're doing the Gate Transformational Story Conference. And I would like to also recommend to your listeners a book called Inside Story. The Power of the Transformational Arc by Dara, uh, Dara Marks. It is an extraordinary book, and I think will impact positively anyone who reads it. Um, but this is, you know, this is the core of our work is really trying to bring forth new stories that speak to who we are, and, and possibly more importantly, who we want to become.
1: Mm-hmm. What exactly? is transformational entertainment media?
2: Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, not too long ago, I had a plethora of definitions, um, heady definitions, about what you know I thought transformational entertainment media is. I, I threw that list away because I didn't want the understanding of transformational entertainment media to be exclusively what John says it is. But rather, I think it's up to each individual uh, to find his or her her own relationship um, in terms of a media diet with what they deem to be transformational. Now, certainly, we could say that a movie like What the Bleep Do We Know is transformational. We could say that It's a Wonderful Life is a transformational film, and there are literally thousands of such examples. But... What I will say in terms of you know what is transformational entertainment media, I understand it this way in kind of a basic foundational sense. Whatever the offering is, if it's a film or a television program, um, a book, whatever, it has to first and foremost be entertaining. If it's not entertaining, unfortunately, people will not pay attention. The vast majority, I should say, of people will not pay attention. Number two, the story has to be engaging. If it's not engaging, again, people will not pay attention. We somehow have to be able to identify with the storyline, with the characters. If we can't, again, we're going to turn away from it and our attention will go elsewhere. And where the transformational part comes in is both of these values excuse me of being entertaining and the story being engaging must be rooted in wisdom in universal holistic archetypal wisdom and then the the fourth element is the intention of the creator the intention of the filmmaker the artist the author etc their intention most likely springs from some place within themselves that wants to be supportive of an evolving humanity. So when you put those elements together, the intention of the creator, if you will, with that of the storyline being engaging, the entertainment value, and those values being rooted in wisdom, then you begin to develop a sense of, of what an entertainment um, or, or media product is. And, of course, this definition is not final, and it is always evolving, and we plan to convene a group of people here in Los Angeles sometime this year to really begin an in-depth exploration of, of exactly what this genre is, because everyone knows what it is intuitively, but there could be a thousand understandings or more of what it is in terms of um, definition.
1: Well,
2: as you well, it were looks talk,
1: like...
3: I was gonna say it. It looks like deeply rooted. We're talking about really how we captivate. Our Our heart is captivated before any anyone goes anywhere in any direction. Um, well,
2: yes, I, I think you can say that, and but but I think it probably even transcends that. I think it goes to the core of our being. It goes to consciousness itself. Yes. Um, I think when, when a work of art, and I use that term art in the broadest and deepest sense of it, it, it really touches our core, and that's when something, um, a work of art, survives the tests of time because generation after generation um, feels the same kind of touching, the same kind of experience by taking that art in, and this this also is related to the whole idea of media diet, you know whatever we experience in in the way of of um you know films or whatever we read or whatever we hear a conversation we metabolize that at some level, and that metabolization um you know helps spin consciousness if you will so it's it's you know what our media diet is is every bit as important as what our our nutritional diet is
1: well, as you were talking like a uh, program came to my mind was Oprah's show. I mean, mm-hmm. she came from the heart and she really was opening doors. Absolutely. Do you have any And she still is.
2: <laughs> you yes. know, she still is. I mean, OWN is a very great experiment. And um I, you know, I I I, I have every expectation that with Oprah behind it it will it will succeed um and i you know I know that that her intention is to continue to share um wisdom with the world and and she's doing that in the various ways that she does it.
1: Do you have any other examples
2: in terms of television
1: television movies film well
2: um yeah i mean uh we could talk you know if we talk about more recent kinds of of films um you know I, I remember the robin williams film what dreams may come and there's what oh. the bleep and there's a film called lifted and tom Shadiaak's film i am and powder and phenomenon and you know the list kind of goes on and on you know it's it's not that hollywood doesn't offer transformational content it does um what we're, and and what, what we say at GATE is, look, we're, we're not against Hollywood in any way, shape, or form. Quite the contrary. We're not asking Hollywood to change per se. Rather, we're asking them to give people more options, give them alternatives, free up some money to greenlight more projects that speak to this audience called the cultural creatives um, or the body, mind, spirit audience. And, you you know, the the Hollywood companies will discover that it is an economically powerful audience and that this kind of content can be profitable. Um, We're asking them to try something they've never tried before. There is a thought form that has been evolving over the decades called Hollywood that has very set and very definitive notions about, you know, what people like and what people don't like. And that's the subject of another interview, perhaps. But the bottom line is, we know there's this audience, the cultural creatives, who number in the tens of millions worldwide, who are hungry for transformational content. And that's why we we have a petition uh, on our website called The Audience is Ready. That we ask people to sign, that when we reach 1 million signatures, we will present it to showrunners and producers and directors and other content creators and ask them to please consider uh, offering more content. Because we also believe that the entertainment media businesses certainly they have an economic imperative, as they should have, but they also have a role and a responsibility to help foster personal, social, and global transformation.
1: What were the steps that prompted you to be behind this movement? I, I don't know if I'm using the right word, I'm saying movement, but
2: it is a movement. Um I think there are many movements these days and they're all interconnected and interrelated at, at some ground level, some root level. Um it was you know, it, it began as a thought form. Um back in nineteen seventy nine um Ned Beatty who's an actor gave me my first real job in Hollywood and at that time he was practicing transcendental meditation as was I and we formed a little organization called the Council uh, don't laugh at the title uh, the Council for the Enlightenment of the Entertainment Industry <laughs> and it was it was a very lofty mission and we our, our mission was basically to teach meditation to people in the entertainment business and I suppose that we could say, you know, that, that was 30 years ago, but I believe it was, um, you know, one level of, of the, the chronology of the development of GATE. Um, but, you know, probably about 10 years ago or so, um, the thought kept coming, you know, to form this kind of an organization, and then the name presented itself to me. And um, I thought, okay, this is interesting. And it just so happened that um, I was working with Eckhart Tolle at the time, and um, I, when I had a meeting with Eckert, I, I shared the idea with him. And uh, he liked it, and he encouraged me to do it. And at that time, I asked him, you know, if I did it, would he consider um, presenting at it? And he said, yes. So with that, I then went to Jim Carrey, um, who's a friend, and said, asked him, you know, that, you know, I, I explained the idea to him. He, of course, instantly got it. And I asked him if he would co-host it with me, and he said, certainly. So I thought, well, with Jim and Eckhart, you know, it's it's a show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we we planned our first event. And, you know, funnily enough, you know, back in 2009, many people around us said, look, um, you know, actually CAA, which is a large talent agency, um, said, you know, you can use our auditorium, which seats about 200 people. And, you know, I said, it's not big enough. And everybody around me said, "Um, are you kidding? If we can find, you know, 200 transformationally oriented people in the entertainment business, we'll be doing really well. But I didn't believe that because the core of the entertainment business is creativity. And creativity, in one sense, is synonymous with consciousness. So I held out, and, and again, thanks to Jim, uh, we we secured the uh, the Zanuck Theater on the Fox Studios lot. We held our first event. We filled 500 seats, and we turned almost 1,600 people away. Wow! So I think it was a great success.
1: Well, I watched the the film that was behind the scenes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was very interesting, especially you holding it together. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I you. You were so gracious to everyone that came up to you, and I could just—I could just feel your body thinking, "I've got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this." But all, all along, you were very gracious to everyone that introduced themselves
2: to you or old friends. Oh, thank you. And I well, I—you I, know—I have to tell you, probably the very—and I—I kind of feel a little misty-eyed when I when I speak about this, but um, probably the greatest benefit. Uh, that I have personally derived from my involvement with Gate is a stronger and growing sense of humility um, and gratitude, and every day um, those 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 experiences are my companions and um, I, I think it has to do with the nature of the work and i think I think any anytime someone finds uh, to 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 use a Buddhist term their Dharma or their Dharmic path and and they follow that i think it leads to an expansion of you know the highest human qualities such as gratitude and humility and you know of course when you deal like I'll go, once again i'll come back to to the core team at gate which which we refer to as the gate leadership circle when you deal with people of this caliber of consciousness you know you can't help but feel anything but gratitude and humility
1: well, it's a truly magical. And yeah. I would say that you're really lucky to be in the center of it all. I mean, just all the experiences that you and gifts that you're receiving.
2: Yes. I count those lucky stars every day.
1: <laughs> now, what
3: came John,
2: up? I mean, go ahead.
3: I I would say John, you know, as we kind of um Bade, what you've accomplished and what you've done. You talked about a story, um, the theater as a temple. Would yes. you share that with our listeners?
2: Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, it was it was an early dawning of the notion of transformational entertainment and media, and it it, it just so happened that it was when um, the movie Mindwalk came out. And I was conducting a screening of the film. I think it might have been in San Francisco, but I'm not sure. And um, the movie started, and I usually wait about five minutes or so into the movie before I leave um, to make sure the sound is right and that people are comfortable. And, um, but this time I stayed um, a little longer. And as I stayed, and I, I was sitting in the back, I began to feel that there was something happening uh, beyond the senses in the theater. It felt to me as if there was a kind of coherence, a kind of orderliness, um, uh, a rapt attention, a focused attention. And, and I think you know, if we, we think in terms of Eckhart Tolle's teachings, it was the power of the moment, the power of now. It was occurring. And I began to feel as if the theater itself was a temple, a temple of experience and understanding of knowledge. And that was a very important experience for me because it it, it kind of, I won't say it started my thinking because I had already been thinking along these lines, but it certainly took it to a new and interesting space. And it was a space in which um, I felt the interconnectedness of everybody in the theater, and felt that wow, films and other forms of art, media, entertainment, have a powerful effect on 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 uniting people, on catalyzing um, people to you know be together at a really fundamental level, kind of a ground state of consciousness. So yeah, powerful experience. That
1: reminds me of what Jim Carrey said. Uh, he said when he's a a baseball game or um, a concert. He's not. He's the one. He's with the vendors. He's with the the enthusiasm. And he said, even the uh, drug dealers out on the corner, he's there. <laughs>
2: yes. You know, I I, I want to say, um, you know, this isn't something Jim would say about himself. I, I find Jim to be a very present, caring, open, loving being. Um, there is a side to Jim that is very much a spiritual teacher, not intending to be it 's just you know all of his life experiences have brought him to a particular place of understanding that um you know is is very profound and um At one point, he had read uh, a couple of chapters out of a book he 's writing to Eckhart and myself, and i was I was amazed at the Uh, Not that Jim was a deep person, but the clarity with which he expressed himself. And recently, uh, well, for for some time, Jim has been into um, art, painting, uh, fine art. And he had his very first showing in Palm Desert, California, uh, maybe, I don't know, two months ago. And I attended the show. And his work is astonishingly uh, sublime, um it is and, and there were probably maybe 3 400 people there that night and um everyone was amazed that you know this this person who's exhibited such talent on screen has this incredible uh reservoir of creativity remaining for for painting um so he's 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 a remarkable individual wow
1: what surprises came about from your two 2009 event, um I besides all the people that showed. I mean that's a big surprise of, well, you, <laughs> that's well good what question. other
2: surprises. Um, you know I'm sure there 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 were. Um I was you know, I was kind of stunned um at that point that it actually happened. Um because there was a lot of adversity that we had to experience. Uh, in so many ways, I mean, there were a lot of, there was a lot of negativity, uh, you know, directed our way um, from many different quarters, and um, uh, you know, the fact that it happened, the fact that people from around the world responded, the fact that it actually um, was a powerful enough vision and mission to attract ex- extremely talented people. Uh, to come to support gate uh, you know that that probably the totality of the experience was the surprise um I don't think there was a particular you know small instance, but rather the totality everything taken as a whole um really kind of knocked me out
1: so it during this event um you laid out ideas. And did people give back ideas during the event,
2: or how did it, how did that that work? You know, actually, the first event wasn't so much an exchange of ideas as it was an exchange of energy. I think that that what we were really doing that night. Uh, one of the presenters put it in a very appropriate way, and I'll, I'll have to paraphrase it somewhat. But he said, you know, tonight we've given a name to a movement that's already happening. And it, wow. it, it begins with energy. And and I will also tell you this, that um, it truly was kind of a metaphysical event. I, um, there were several people that I had asked to sit in a small room near the venue itself, and I asked them to meditate. And they basically meditated for hours and hours. And their mantra was, transformational entertainment comes to the heart of Hollywood. And it was the idea that what we were doing was energetically catalyzing on the Fox Studios lot uh, the birthplace, or a birthplace, I should say, for or of transformational entertainment. So I think it was more of an energetic happening than it was an exchange of ideas. Since that time, since June of 2009, the past two years, we've really been working on ideas which, you know, are the, the the mission of GATE, which is education, connection, and collaboration, and advocacy, and others. But, but uh, you know, I thank you for bringing that question up because, uh, you know, looking at this, it, it truly was an exchange of energy and the power of energy um, birthing itself in the world more than a particular idea.
1: Well, that, that location will never be the same.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because that night, um, you know, when we do events, usually went under my, you know, when I'm wearing my public relations cap, um, I make it a point to meet the security guards because they're they're good people to know at events. And um, so I went up and introduced myself to the security guards uh, on the Fox lot. And after the event was over, one of the security guards came up to me, and he said, "You know." we have big events here on the lot every night. And they're star-studded, all kinds of celebrities and photographers and all of that. But we've never had an event like what we experienced tonight. And he then said, will you come back tomorrow and do this event again? And he gave me a hug. Oh. oh wow.
1: <laughs> I just got to oh. chill on that one. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, you said there's a small... Smaller core of uh, people that you work with. Yes. Um, so they're a part of planning your February event.
2: Oh, absolutely. They are. They are um, the key. Um, we have about twenty, twenty-two people right now who form what we call the Gate Leadership Circle, and these are the people who are selflessly volunteering their time, their energy, their creativity, their talents, and other resources to help move GATE forward in the world. And it's an ever-widening circle. Um, People can apply to become a member of the GATE Leadership Circle. Um, and so I think we have probably three or four or five new people who will be joining us soon. But these are the core people who are really helping birthgate in the world, and um, every single one of them is extraordinary in their own right, um, and, and together they are an immovable force.
1: Now, it's interesting that you're you calling your um, conference a Transformational Story Conference.
2: Yes.
1: Story has been a core of cultures from the beginning of time. Yes. And um I just think it's remarkable that you've touched that because
2: it's so important to all cultures. And we well absolutely and you know we 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 of course are not the first to do that. So many people um you know, Joseph Campbell comes to mind immediately, and Gene Houston, who is one of our presenters. And, of course, these days, many people are talking in terms of story, the stories that we tell ourselves, the stories that um, define who we are um, as a as a human species and our particular um, various cultures on Earth. Um, I think what most people, like, you know, Barbara Marks Hubbard and, and Eckhart and, so many others, um, I wish I could name all of them, um, are, are doing is, is helping us redefine who we are, um, helping us develop new stories to tell, stories that are healthier, that are more expansive, that embody uh, archetypal, holistic, universal understandings and of, of who we are at our core and who we want to become, uh, bringing that core into the world. So story in a general um sense is just undergoing uh transformation itself on the planet Earth today. And I'm told there are over one million groups or organizations who are who are doing work in the world for the benefit of the world, for the benefit of everybody. And that's quite a story.
1: Well, I'm involved with uh Barbara Marks Hubbard's group and mm-hmm. Shift and, and yes. they're doing something similar. Yes uh so can it, is this story conference good for anyone to
2: yes it is because and, and and another great question um it it is because every day we tell stories um about ourselves about others about the world so you know really starting to get um a handle on, on what story is what are the laws of story specifically what are the laws of transformational storytelling what are the mechanics of that process how can people employ story to benefit themselves and others and the world so yes the gate transformational story conference is for anyone and that happens during the day and then that evening we do what we call we're calling it gate 2 the inaugural event was gate 1 um, this event will be Gate 2, and then in October we will do Gate 3, and so on and so forth.
1: So you're gathering <laughs> as you oh, go.
2: Yeah.
1: I, Absolutely. It feels like a, a snowball going down the hill. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: Well, it's, it, it, it it does. And, you know, we've had people from more than 70 countries now contact us and say, you know, we want to join you, or we'd like to establish chapters in our countries. And I just came back from Europe a couple of days ago, and while I was in Europe, I met with some people um, who want to establish gate chapters in their particular countries. So, um, you know, we we want to more firmly establish ourselves here in the United States, but I, I hope maybe before the end of this year or early next year, we will begin uh moving out more internationally. To justify I, our name of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think two thousand twelve sounds like the year of community.
2: Yes. Yes, I think you're right. Um I you know, I, I'm sure you have the same experience that more and more people um are wanting to play together. Many people have been, you know, solo, solo entrepreneurs for you know a long time, and now I hear many people saying, "You know I want to work with somebody else or with other people. I want to be a part of a tribe of a group and um I think it's the natural movement of evolution that um is bringing us together again in in smaller groups and and in larger groups um and it's very exciting to watch that um unfold
3: well, everyone has a different gift to." Um, throw into the pot. Yeah. So it's it's really you know a way to open dialogue and in, in every direction. And what better way to get organized um, to you know to support change and yes. communication. Yeah.
2: It, exactly. And you know when I I, I was having um, a conversation about this recently with a with a group of folks and you know. We, we were looking at the power of religion, of business, of government, of education to facilitate change. And, of course, all of these these entities do um, foster change in, in some way, shape, or form. But none have really succeeded in informing us about who we are in the deepest sense of the word... And helping us to come into a deeper relationship with our humanity, none have really done that. Um, certainly, you know, one can make a case and say, yes, education, yes, religion, um, you know, has had some uh, measure of, of success in in those in, in that area. But by and large, um, the world is still as it is today. I feel like the the, the one remaining infrastructure that has the possibility of really helping facilitate our our collective transformation is the entertainment and media infrastructure. It can get wisdom messages out into the world faster than any of those other structures now. And fortunately, you know, GATE is a trade organization. That is to say, it's for people in the entertainment and media business, professionals. And we want to catalyze those folks so that they will begin developing new projects new content that again speaks to who we are and who we want to become and helps bring you know which which i which my, our belief is that it will help uh, facilitate personal social and global transformation
3: well it looks like it also bring you know a, a greater flexibility there's not that stiff regulating um, aspects of, of some organizations, you can you bypass that, and it's opening and it's bringing fresh air to many areas that have been stale. You know.
2: Yes, yes, I think that's a that's a very astute observation, and um, I, you know, again, as as I meet with filmmakers and and artists and authors and musicians, um, you know. So many of them are ready to take on that challenge and to bring, well, to breathe new life into their, you know, their existing art form and to use it. Well, they want to use it for the purpose of helping people. So um, yeah, it's it's very exciting.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, if someone had never been an author before and they have a book in their back pocket, they've been wanting to to get out there. Would this be a good conference for them to go to?
2: Yes. I think anyone who has um more than just a passing interest in the arts, entertainment and media, this is a good conference to attend because all of the presenters, you know, even Fred Allen Wolf, whom I I know you know, um, you know, for those of the, your audience who may not know him, he's a quantum physicist. He was in What the Bleep and the Secret and such and has written many, many books. He's going to be speaking about how the artist creates the universe. Uh Don Miguel Ruiz will be talking about the four agreements in the context of entertainment and media. So everybody will be looking at their, you know, their particular will be will be taking or sharing their particular expertise but in the context of entertainment and media. So I think it will give a new perspective and therefore I think would be um valuable to anyone who has more than a passing interest in the arts and entertainment and media.
1: Well, it sounds like <laughs> it's going to be a transformational event.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, um, I realize you guys are um, a distance from Los Angeles, but um, I will say to you now, if, if if you'd like to give away a couple tickets to um, your listeners, I'd be happy to provide a pair um, for two people to attend, they'll have to be responsible for their, their own airfare and hotel and meals, but um, we can at least comp them with uh, tickets to the event.
1: Oh, thank wow. you so much for your generosity.
2: And of course, both of you are invited too. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, I love at, that. The <laughs> end, <laughs> at the end of our show, we'll um, give out our phone number, and if anybody's interested, they can call. And the first good. person that calls, they good. can have the tickets. Great. Oh, good. So, uh, is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to talk about? Well,
2: um, you know, the, I, I I referred to the Imaginal Awards before, and and if if you'll allow me, I, I'll speak for a moment about the Imaginal Awards and about the Gate Seal. What what we're trying to do is legitimize this genre of transformational entertainment. So, two things that we 're doing to to facilitate that is we 've created a seal it 's kind of like a good housekeeping seal of approval or the green seal, but we call it the gate seal, and we are going to begin awarding it to you know any form of entertainment or media content that is transformational in its nature. Um, there will be a process for that, an editorial process, and people will be able to submit or recommend. Uh, Works for consideration on our website um, sometime after February 4th. Um, And the purpose of that seal is, is again, to help people identify um, transformational content who may not be familiar with it. Um, And then what will happen is, um, at a certain point in time, um, all of those um, media and entertainment content that have been submitted to us they will qualify for um, imaginal award consideration. And again, an imaginal award is our version of an Oscar or a Grammy award. And for those who may not know the term imaginal, um, apparently there are these cells called imaginal cells. So when a caterpillar dissolves, what remains are imaginal cells, and apparently it is from the imaginal cells that the butterfly takes its, its um, existence, its form. Um, so we are going to um, be doing the imaginal awards once a year. Um, it will begin in February 2013 here in Los Angeles during entertainment award season. So we're going to be in there around the same time as the Grammys and the Oscars and the SAG awards and such um and this 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 award will be to honor you know the best in transformational content in arts media and entertainment so i'm really excited about that and um perhaps some of your listeners will want to participate in that by submitting or recommending uh content um the other thing that i'm very excited about is um we are going to be uh exhibiting some of jim carrey's art uh, at the Gate event, and we're also going to be exhibiting some of John Lennon's art um, at the mm-hmm. event. So uh, being a John Lennon fan that I am, I'm very excited about that.
1: Oh, wow. That, that is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and then Eckhart Tolle is going to yes. be
2: speaking, yes, at, the be speaking um, at the event. Yes, he will be speaking at the event. We're still considering you know, his topics, um, at one point, and i I don't hold me to this because i don't know that he will actually do this, but um, he and I had discussed um, him talking about the history of transformational entertainment, and he would take us back to the time of the Greeks and start there and talk about you know um, how the Greeks employed transformational entertainment at that time, which I think would be you know from his perspective, I think it would be fascinating to hear.
1: Oh, yes, because it, that's in all cultures. I mean, yeah. Native American. when yep. I went to Bali, they had the puppets, you know. Yep. It's, so that would be, I think, a great topic.
2: Absolutely.
3: Now, is there a website where people can go and um, yes. check out?
2: yep. The website for GATE is gatecommunity.org, G-A-T-E c o m m u n i t y dot org.
1: And pe- can people buy tickets for your event there?
2: They can. Yeah. There there uh, there's a pop up page when you first go to the the website, and uh, you can just click on it, and it will take you to the uh, purchase tickets page, or you can just close that if you just want to explore more about what gate is, who some of the people are who are involved with it, some of its initiatives. They can sign the petition, the audience is ready petition, and so forth.
3: Now, John, I, I question, with all that you're doing, is there a chance that you have a special book that you'll be writing in the future?
2: Well, I have started a book. Um, it is called Transforming the World by Transforming Entertainment and Media. And it is a collection of observations but also interviews with um, well-known people in the entertainment and media business who themselves personally share an interest in transformation. And I won't drop any names at this point, but there are some really big names that um, we've contacted and several of them have agreed to be interviewed. Um, And they will talk about uh, what What you know transformation means to them, what the relationship between their personal transformation uh, and entertainment and media is, um, and and other aligned topics. so I started that um, and I also have a radio show in the works um, called Inside Entertainment: Conversations with the Hearts of Hollywood and uh-huh. it will specifically focus on the exploration of transformation uh in the personal lives of of key people uh not only from the creative side but from the business side of Hollywood uh and Hollywood of course in in the broadest and deepest sense not just a, a geographical location but but meaning the entertainment and media business
1: when is that starting
2: um, you know, we postponed it just because of everything that's going on. We're going to revisit a start date uh, after February 4th. Um, mm. It'll it it'll be sometime this year. I just don't have an exact date yet. And you're
1: going to be the host?
2: I am going to be the host, but I'm going to spread, spread it out amongst a few people. My business partner, David Langer, whom I know both of you know, um, and there are a couple of other people who will... Um, check in with like movie reviews, music reviews, um, sort of op-ed pieces and commentaries and what have you. It'll be kind of a if if you if you think of this in terms of a magazine format show, it'll be like that. So they'll so it won't just be you know you won't have to listen to John for a whole hour. You'll you'll hear a variety of people um, on a variety of of topics and subjects. Wow, your well, plate
1: is really full.
3: I was going
2: to say, do you ever sleep? <laughs> Yeah. Until recently, I was I was sleeping about four hours a night. Uh, since coming back from Europe, I plan to change, and I I want to try to get at least six.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, I think your body might need it.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> indeed.
1: Well, it's just I mean, you have a a plateful and more, and and uh, thank goodness you have some great people behind you
2: absolutely but you know don't you find it even in your own lives to be true these days there's just so much to do there's so much calling out to you to um you know to 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 there's so many things to do personally but even professionally um there's just so many exciting possibilities and you know again people coming together in teams you know to just create new waves of progress for themselves and for the world
3: yeah absolutely you know what's exciting is is being able to support someone else, um, uh, you know, just bringing forth their um, their energies to support the planet and in, in transformation. And you know, Paula and I get so excited when this pops into our lives, and you know, we're. It keeps us awake too.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, Keith, you you guys are are pioneers. You are you are you have been doing transformational media, and you know, as as I talk to um you know talk with other uh, radio show hosts and publishers and editors at uh, magazines um, of a sort of a consciousness or body mind spirit uh, orientation, um, I remind all of them, that they are pioneers and they have been creating the genre of transformational entertainment media for five or 10 or 15 or 20 years or more. Um, We've just never really labeled it. We've never recognized it as, as, as a business model, as a growing industry, as part of an infrastructure that can shift the world in really positive ways and does. And now what we want to do is, is try to help Hollywood as a business understand that there is this infrastructure already existing of hundreds and hundreds of radio shows and print media uh, that support this this shift that's taking place on the planet, and that there are bookstores and spas and, and ecological or green stores and, of course, nutritional stores like Whole Foods and they're, they're even in the field of investment. You have um, investment brokers who specialize in socially responsible investments. And there are people who are trying to bring spirituality into business. You know, on every level, there are people of consciousness who've woken up in one sense or another and are attempting to bring what is inside of them into the workspace, into their daily lives. And. This is, you know, something that um, my mantra these days is integrate and mobilize. Integrate and mobilize. Try to bring all of these pieces together to create a truly um, economically viable market, so that Hollywood and other businesses will take it seriously and begin to, you know, put more dollars behind it. It's really important, I think.
1: Well, I, I've always called us the silent majority. Yeah there's more of us out there than we, since but we maybe started not our
2: so sh- silent anymore thanks to the occupy movement that's true yep I, I i um when when the tea party first came out um i started calling for an herbal tea party a counterpart to it that was made up of more progressive uh leaning people and i think the occupy movement uh you know to to a great extent um could be understood as being sort of our answer to the tea party
1: yeah, I had a friend that wanted to start the coffee
2: party.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah,
2: we need more caffeine.
1: <laughs> well, we want to uh, remind everybody to hop onto your website, gatecommunity. dot org.
2: Yes, gatecommunity.org. dot
1: org. Uh, now, this is another thing. Have you started a blog?
2: <laughs> yes, yes, that can be found. Although I haven't been blogging regularly. And I have to start you know, ASAP doing that, and it's one of my – maybe I shouldn't say it. Maybe I should. It's one of my New Year's resolutions, um, a modest one. But um, the blog can be found on our website if you just go to gatecommunity.org. Um, there's a, a link there to our blog. And I think the most the, the most recent posting I did before I left for Europe, and it's about the upcoming gate events on February 4th.
3: Uh, I just, you know, we're, we still have another five minutes, but you know what? I just would like to have a clear enunciation of your last name.
2: Yes, uh, Rots. <laughs> just long A's.
1: Yes, I asked, I had John on the phone just before, and I said, I want to make sure I pronounce your name correctly. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> He said, "Oh, thank you. I'm glad you did."
2: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, m- m- many people see the double A's and they say John Rats, um, but they're they're long A's. They're European. Um, the, 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 pr- the pronunciation is more European, so it's Ra, the long A's. Okay. But I'm sure your listeners don't care about that. So, <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, as long as they learn more about the gate community, I mean, that's,
2: that's- the thing that is the thing. And um, you know, and 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 I would I would um ask each and every one of your listeners to look at their media diets, become conscious of their media diets. Um where do they get their news from? How much time do they spend in front of the television? And even if it is, you know, an inordinate amount of time, what are they watching? Um, what films do they frequent? Um, you know what about the conversations they 're having? Who are they having them with and and, and how deep are they and you know um, how present are we when we 're having our conversations and do they do they do they look to arts entertainment media to expand their understanding of what it means to be human and what life is about? Um, you know art entertainment media can really open such new vistas for us in that regard. So I'm, I'm always looking for new experiences, um, you know, related to art, entertainment, and media. So if there's a poetry slam or reading, if there's a new art exhibit, if there's a stage play, um, any, anything like this aside from films and TV and concerts, um, it's, it's really good to look at that and to, you know, think about how it impacts our physiology and our psychology.
3: You know, sometimes the the uh, embrace of music are, uh, brings uh, a chi, uh, 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 goosebumps throughout mm-hmm. the body.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: it is, you know, the same when we hear you speak and, and others speak that are so alive with life <laughs> and can bring that to um uh, ignite others and well, there is nothing like it, you know
2: there is nothing like it I mean you know i i you know when when I'm listening to someone um like eckhart for example i mean i i I love eckhart's teachings and i mean i I feel that I feel that vitality of consciousness and um i was I was recently at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam, and I sat in front of you know some of his work. And I just felt this thrill of consciousness, um, you know, kind of vibrating throughout my whole being because there was something timeless about his work. Um, I was at a concert last night with a young up-and-coming artist named Eric Lumiere um, who performed at the Hotel Cafe here in Los Angeles, and I could barely sit in my chair. I loved his music so much, and I just wanted to... Like, get up and scream to the world, pay attention to this young man. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, arts, entertainment, media is a powerful force in helping to, you know, move us into deeper relationship with life. And that's what we advocate at GATE.
1: Well, John, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you with us today. And we thank you so much.
2: Thank you. I really, really, really appreciate you um, giving uh, me, us, this opportunity. And, um, again, you're both welcome to attend GATE as our guests. And um, I, I appreciate so much your, your your support of what we're doing.
1: Well, great. You're, you're quite welcome, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great day.
2: Thank you. You too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I just,
3: uh, Paula, we just need yes. to let people know that they need to call the station. We're giving away two tickets to the gate uh, event. And if uh, the number to call that's here in, in the studio would be 408-260-2999 uh, or and, but they have, 831-260-2999. And I'll, they have
1: to know that it's in oh, Beverly Hills, and they would have to... Oh, I'm to, sorry, you know, 831-255-2999.
3: And,
1: and this event's in Beverly Hills, so underway. if you are interested, you need to know you have to have a, your way down there and probably stay overnight.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Blessings,
3: right. everybody, and, um, and we'll be back next week with another great program.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.